Dialogic Disciple is an invitation to explore discipleship in dialogue with the world as disciples of the Word. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dialogic Disciple podcast. My name is James Johnson and I am here with my co-host Elizabeth Shaby. Elizabeth. We have a special guest in the studio today, once again, uh, Kelly, Kelly Stonis. Hey, hey. How are you doing today, Kelly? I'm good. Thank you for having me. We are so excited to have you here today. Kelly, you are the Director of Sports and Recreation here at Northside Church. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to start by having you, I, we've never had you on the podcast before, so I want to have you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about who you are, what you do here at Northside, if you don't All mind. All right. Well, Kelly Stonis, I've been here for... 24 years which is hard wow. to believe wow yeah are you the longest person on staff is that no i've got a staff member debbie jet debbie, right okay yeah. 36 years oh wow okay tim miltner so all right one of so the one few of the, yeah mm-hmm. uh goodness yeah started here back when i was just fresh out of college wow. and i remember my sister calling me and saying i heard about this awesome job at the church around the corner <laughs> And it was for a summer camp director role. So I was like, all right, I'll go in there. And remember coming in and interviewing and um, hearing all the awesome things about what my job could be. And I thought, well, right, this will fit the role. And um, so I loved sports all my life, played sports and um, have a child development degree. So that cool, was cool. Um, yeah. So nice. I guess I'm sort of using that in a way with yeah. watching kids grow up and. Um, but yes, I came in for the interview, got the job, was the summer camp director for that summer. Little did I know that I was kind of getting in. And um, at the time, Cindy Peterson, the former director 24 years ago, uh, she was kind of got me underneath her wing. And um, I learned a lot from her. And goodness, about, I don't know, maybe a year later, she uh, brought me in her office and said, I'm leaving. I'm I'm moving (laughs) on. And I thought, Oh, what? <laughs> Don't leave me. You. I'm not ready. Um, so she's like, I'm recommending you for the job. And I think I was 24, 25 at the time. And wow, I said, I have crazy. no idea what I'm doing. Um, but there were some key folks that believed in me. Uh, Jimmy Dickey was one of those guys. Oh, he was the chair of uh, our board for 16 years and really helped wow. start the programs here at the church. Um so he was like, you can do it. And Dr. Gill believed in me. Uh, so, yes, I got the job and um, grown ever since, yeah. you know, continued to grow in my job. And, um, yeah, so that's that's I'm here now and um, watched my three girls grow up here yeah, through the church, awesome. through the preschool and getting loved on by all the caregivers downstairs and getting to participate in all the activities through yeah. the church. Um, so it's been my home. It's been my church home. That's I'm grateful. Fantastic. Cool. Did you, is this something that you thought you would get into when you were just coming out of college, like what you do now? like, Or did you have other ideas or did you have any idea? No, I really, I played soccer in college and I remember um, wanting to do education, like maybe do teaching. And my mom's been a teacher for 50 years and um, my sister was teaching at the time. And um but I remember the uh, my, the advisor was telling me that I wouldn't have time to do education, to major in education and continue doing sports in college. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, what? So um, I decided on child development degree, but I love children. Yeah. I've always I've coached uh, children when I was younger and I did swim lessons. So um, I always saw the, the, the importance of 
being able to work with kids through sports and just watching them grow. And, um, but I really enjoyed child development. And I actually, when, before I got the full-time role as the director here, I was, um, working part-time in the sports and rec ministries and then part-time in the preschool. Okay. And, um, one of my favorite all-time jobs was that being the creative movement and dance teacher in oh, preschool, I and I was in it. I remember just being Aww. full on sweat, just That's running around, awesome. playing with the kids, and all the children knew my name. So um, that was one of those jobs I, I really cherished. But um, but that was fun seeing using the my I guess what I've my knowledge of child development, the growth and. Um, help children learn, play, and grow, and just then using it through sports and seeing them like really thrive by, you know, yeah. doing sports activities. And Aww. so, um, yeah, I mean, God had a plan for me, and I had no idea what that plan was, and here I am, twenty four years later. Isn't that where it goes? <laughs> wow. Yes, Isn't that that's it goes? really cool. You said something a minute ago about when you took the job and how uncertain you were, but people believed in you. Yes. Like all the people that, and that just strikes me as that's probably one of the most important things that you are doing now for the kids that come into your ministry, right? It's right. just like, what a gift that is to have someone that just looks at you mm-hmm. that says like, you can do this. Like I believe in you, yes. you know, whether you're a kid or an adult, like yes. that's so powerful. Yes. That's a, what's what I love about coaching. I still coach yeah. my daughters mm-hmm. and I uh, had the honor of coaching with, uh, Jimmy Duro this past season oh, yeah. and just being able to see those kids and light up when you uh-huh. so cool. and, and, you know empower them and tell them that they're doing great and um, shout out to Jimmy my cornhole partner yes win these trophies <laughs> up here <laughs> Jimmy nice. if you're listening well yes. done congratulations he's he's the man <laughs> he's awesome <laughs> um, so you have been here for 24 years which I mean that means you started in the 90s Right? Yes. Like 1999 or something like that? That's right. So you grew yeah. up in the, uh, like me, you grew up in the Mia Ham generation, right? The, I did. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. You just said you played soccer, so I, I, I can turn this into a sports podcast real quick. Uh, <laughs> in, in fact, I do a sports podcast with Jimmy's son, Edward. Oh, Edward yes. Dickey, yeah. Um, oh, but, Edward Dickey's been coaching yeah. here mm-hmm. through our yeah. ministry for years, mm-hmm. and I've um, watched him grow up as a kid here and then now he's one of our coaches is that is that a common thing or is that like have you seen have you seen kids that that are part of north side part of your ministry with sports and rec and then come back to sports and rec and and do things with uh just a small person i mean yeah. we'd love to see more mm-hmm. um i think you know i think the kids just kind of get busy and move on oh, sure, but then sure. i mean i do i do have some kids that call had a guy reach out a couple of weeks ago asking about the roller hockey program. We used to do roller hockey here, and he grew up playing here yeah. and was wondering mm-hmm. if he could get back and coach. And, yeah. um, you know, unfortunately, that was one of the sports that we had to uh, let go after COVID because sure. just the numbers of kids declined. But, um, you know, it's – it's. Uh, I always tell kids there's a place for – you know, our door is always open right. whether you want to come back and do scorekeeping because we have mm-hmm. a large number of kids that come back to, to work with us. So yeah. um, they've been That's able cool. to – um, really learn and grow through um, the opportunity to be able to sit behind the desk and do scorekeeping and Aww. Debbie Jet, you know, gets yeah. on them and <laughs> keeps them in, That's keeps them great. intact. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. So it's been a really great place to kind of use my gifts and talents, but also like you said, to see other kids grow mm-hmm. and the opportunities for these coaches, you know, they've, this might be their only place that they've, you know, feel like they've had a place at Northside Church. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I've uh, enjoyed seeing that, and always tell them just love the socks off the kids. Yeah. You know, just love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, 
So before you came to Northside, did you grow up in the Methodist tradition, or are your is your roots are your roots somewhere else? No, I grew up Catholic, right oh. around the corner at Christ the King. Okay, Doctor Gill always called me um, his Catholic missionary. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. And so. Um, you know, well, I, you and Patrick grew up together, right? We did. Patrick Murphy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, met him in eighth grade, but uh, he, he grew up Catholic as well at IHM. And uh, no, I think I feel like the difference of what I've seen growing up Catholic in playing sports and then what I've felt is so different at Northside Church through Methodist is, um, you know, when you go to a Catholic school, they usually have the sports within the school. Yeah. Like Christ the King had a sports program. Right. So I was playing with all my friends from school. Um, but what I recognize really quick through the sports here and running the sports programs here is that we're we're gathering kids from all over, you know, from all yeah. different, you know, whether they're Methodist or Catholics or Presbyterians. But like a lot of these kids have their sports at school and go to school or and they but they participate here, which is another outlet to bring families and children here in yeah. to this opportunity. I mean, this this environment here at this church Um so I think that's been fun for me to see how we can do it a little different and sure. um, offer programs for the community. So we really feel like this has been an amazing door, you know, portal of entry for uh, our community in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's awesome. So you grew up Catholic. My, my experience with other friends that I have who grew up Catholic is that it's really hard to wash off. Like you can't really get rid of the Catholicism, not that you want to, but I'm, I'm curious as to... Um, do you still see yourself as, as being Catholic or do you still participate in, in Catholic traditions? And mm, that's a big question. <laughs> I feel like I'll always uh, be a Catholic at heart. You know, yeah, it's one of uh-huh, those things yeah. where um, my... I don't mean to put you in a confessional booth right no, now. No, no, no. Because I did have to go to Penance. I remember that. Um, but I do feel like... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up going to Christ the King. I drive by that church every oh, wow. day on the on the way to school. Uh, my mother in law is goes to mass almost every single day. Okay, and wow. um, but I I think that uh, when you know this is you know a little personal. My my, my husband was kind of wavering. What what mm-hmm. what religion? You know, what mm-hmm. does he believe in religion at that time? And this was I don't know, 15, fourteen or fifteen years ago. Um, and so when I think what he saw so different is what this church brought out in me and um, how at that time, Dr. Gill believed in me and loved on me. And, you know, his slogan is love is and love and, you know, until you give give it away. away. And I feel like I I know it sounds might, might sound kind of corny, but like I've kind of, my, you know, the love, love in the heart wasn't put there to say, love and love to give it away. But like my whole thing was love the love you, Mark, was it Mark 12? 30, 31, you know, love the Lord with all your heart and your mind your yeah. body, and um, love your neighbor yourself. And I feel like that's what sports is. Like if you just, and so I, I felt that love. Kyle saw that love in me through this church. And so when I was pregnant with my um, oldest daughter, Ava, we were like, you know, what are we going to do? Do we uh, baptize her Catholic or do we <laughs> consider joining Northside Church? And I was like, well, this church has been my home. I have felt yes, the love yes. from the minute I walked into this door. And so I feel like this let's give it a chance and so that was 14 years ago when we probably 15 years ago when we joined the church and um i think that's what christ is about you know so i I, and i think that even my family saw that Mm -hmm. and have seen the girls grow up here and um you know yeah i always kind of had that catholic heart and 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 stay true to those traditions of that the catholics have but um as far as like 
how God's used me and my purpose and figuring that out here at Northside has been that place. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, especially going through, you know, I've I lost my father almost two years ago and really feeling that love from our members yeah. and um, from Dr. Bill. Uh, yeah. Just it's it's been my home. So yeah. I'm grateful. That's one of the things that um, that I admire most about about you, Kelly, is that I think maybe more so than anyone else that's on staff here, um, Northside is, maybe it's because you've been here for so long too, as part of it for sure, but like Northside is, you are entrenched in Northside as your, as your church home. It's not just like where you serve, it's also where your, your home is. And I've come to feel that way, you know, I've been here for almost nine years, I'm starting to feel that way, you know, I am, I do feel that way. Um, but you so much so like you've raised daughters here, you know, and you've, you've just been entrenched here and loved on here. And, uh, I just, I love, I love the, I love what, what I love about that is that you can see how you've impacted Northside and the ministry here at Northside, but you can also see how Northside has, has shaped you. And, you know, there's kind of been this symbiotic relationship, you might say. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's very cool. Yeah. I think, uh. You know, I've been here for a while, so I, I sometimes have questioned, especially when I was younger, like, am I capable of running this ministry? And <laughs> yeah. um, is this, <laughs> do I know all the answers? I, no, I don't have all the answers. Um, and I've all, you know, I don't have a sports management background, but um, I've surrounded myself with really good people, good yeah. staff. I've had uh-huh. amazing staff through the years I've worked here. Um, and I'm definitely a team player, so I, I realize that I can't do everything, that God's kind of gifted all of our staff differently, and so I've really kind of allowed them to take, take, you know, do their thing, and, um, but, you know, one of the things I've, and, and being here for so long, I feel like, is it my time? Do I need to step down? Yeah. Someone, can someone else come in and run this ministry better? You know, I, I put it out there. I've had all those doubts, and um, I was just sharing this earlier. It's like, you know, my mentors stressed on me, Kelly, no, God's put you here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's always said, you know, if you had all the answers, if you went to school and you had all the knowledge and book smart, would you ever have asked God, you know, would you ever turn to God? And yeah. I was like, no, I, I don't. So in all those doubts and times where I felt like, um, you know, I might, you know, I've got some big shoes to fill because Cindy Peterson was an amazing person and director. And, um, but through all the years, I was like, all right, I've turned to God. And um, I remember a, a staff retreat years and years ago when we went to a silo and it, uh, and then um, we came back and we built the prayer chapel here. And one of the scriptures around the prayer chapel is the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and are safe. And I feel like that's what I felt about our ministry is just keeping Christ at that center and the tower and mm. just um because that's where I felt personally in my life is keeping them in my center yeah. is my core and if we can do that as a ministry and just continue to um put Christ in that center and and put those values of love and I've you know I've got the fruit of the spirits I put up on the the gym walls you know that it and it's so basic those are the just the basic <laughs> truths how yeah. to love and how to have patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control and and like it doesn't you don't need to over overthink it and so those are like the basic truths and that's almost you know that's what sportsmanship is all about so yeah. that's what i've clung to is just those simple truths of um you know just i don't know bearing good fruit and being a good person yeah. being a good human yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i don't know that's uh, <laughs> 
Just sharing your, a little bit of my heart there. <laughs> that's good. Uh, but I love your spirit of humility because you the way the way you're talking about this, it's as though you took the job like two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that you've been here 24 years. You've done this job for for so many years that uh, the lived experience and and lived education that you that you have now mm-hmm. gives you I, I hope gives you confidence to do what you do and and not, you don't have to worry about not having some kind of book smarts about the thing like having a degree on it. Right. 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 What you have is way better than that. Right. Well, this lived experience, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely, uh, it feels, you know, every day I'm feeling, okay, maybe I am. Yeah. Meant, you know, <laughs> <laughs> meant, meant to be here, and it's good. It's so that's good. good. That's great. That, that's really what we like you were saying. That's a posture of growth and humility, and not all of us uh, have that. So I think that's really cool. <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> and that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, and the questions of, like, you know, you kind of go through the grind and of just the programs and the, act, you know, really um, the programming piece of what yeah. we do and running excellent programs. So you can get caught up in a lot of that. But, um, you know, this past weekend was our, la- our last um, end of season parties for all of our soccer programs. And I've got three daughters and I, you know, admit that I'm not out in the field every weekend. And sure. I've got, again, I put all the What credit. are the ages of your daughters? Um my youngest is uh, Kayla. She just turned nine. Macy is twelve, and Ava's fourteen. So, no, that's Bless good, you. Good, good Bless balance you. of My years. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. So it's um, <laughs> yeah. I've just there's a lot to go going on at our house, and it's busy time, and they all are in different activities. But um, but I so I shout out to my staff. Uh, for all that they do in nights and weekends you know yeah. chris cavanaugh is a huge person that, that's out there on the field being kind of that person for our representative of our ministry um awesome. jim oresco debbie jet edie lavalve and um so i'm grateful for my team and uh but just i was able to get out there come on saturday and take pictures of the ballerinas here on stage and all the parents and kind of nudging to get the closest seat and so I, I had some good pictures Saturday morning and then I stepped out onto one soccer field and um just witnessed four coaches wearing our north side shirts that Jim uh had gotten all the coaches and this coach wrote uh something about every single player and put it on a note card with wow. like a certificate Aww. and um, took like a good solid minute or two and talked about each player and That's you know the cool. parents were taking pictures and uh, I just had I mean these these weren't my boys and I just had that warm feeling in my heart <laughs> but I felt so good I was like man this is what it's about yeah. um, really felt honored to be sitting there right there and just yeah. witnessing that and because there's so many things that go on behind the scenes that I you know and it just all kind of I saw that and I was like, this is amazing. And then I go to another field and it's little <laughs> five-year-olds running around and the coach brought out a huge boom box. And I'm like, what is going on? And I could hear the music and they're playing a full-on game with really fun music. And, yeah, I, and I'm awesome. like, I looked at Chris Kavanaugh. I'm like, does this happen every Saturday? He's like, oh yeah, this coach brings out this boom box every Saturday. I was like, this is so great. That is awesome. <laughs> so I left there going, man, this is, this is good. <laughs> God is good. That is awesome. Yeah. I was going to ask you what your favorite part of your, your job is, but it sounds like you may have just uh, expressed some of that right there. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, when I come to our, when I have our coaches meetings and, um, bring our coaches for basketball it's we talk about the no grow pay, grow mm-hmm. piece at the church you yeah. know and um 
knowing the love of God. And just as these kids, I said, love the socks off of them. You know, if yeah. they know that they're loved and, um, you know, that's, and then if we can grow, grow the piece of the growing is like, we do do those little devotion, you know, those uh-huh. little character cards. Yeah. Um, and again, it just goes back to the simple truths and mm-hmm. we, and we've broken down North side and, you know, in for never give up and, um, humility you know yeah. and so we discuss those each week and you know i know there's coaches that may not that might not be their comfort level and they'll maybe do it half <laughs> halfway but then there's coaches that really do it and yeah. um so i get it i uh and it's, but if we can just get a little bit of a nugget in yeah. there and um and it's fun because even the girls that i've coached since they, we've been doing it for a few years they know they know each letter Aww. and um so that that's fun for me to hear them repeat it and know it and uh but and then I feel like the go piece is if we're going back to kind of what what I love about my job is like when I can see those kids leave our gym just smiling yeah. and happy yeah. and um, whether they're three year olds doing our little hoopsters program or tiny tight soccer or, you know, we've got Laura Curry's ladies doing mm-hmm. yoga and they come every week and one of the ladies just had a baby and, you know, mm-hmm. they took a retreat to, to Hilton Head. Uh-huh. These ladies Aww. all went together. That's and, awesome. Um, nice. So, yeah, I think that's just, that's the going part of just Absolutely. seeing everybody get it, go out and um, sharing that kind of that love that they felt here. Yeah. And that's, that's something I've always really admired about you is that over the years, as my department has produced pieces for you, it's very evident to me that you are not running a sports program at a church. You are running a ministry and you do that ministry through sports. And I just, I just admire that about you. That's really cool. I mean, you, your heart is very evident in all that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we, we are different than just the wire and the yeah. other programs down the street. Um, but I do hope that's, you know, a reflection of kind of who, yeah. I guess who I am and how that, that comes across and, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really has been an honor. I'm, I'm grateful. I mean, and we, got a star word this past year y'all know we yeah, got those yeah, star yeah. words that we were given at the beginning of the year and and it is funny how that's crept up a lot you know and i look at it every day and it's gratitude and it's yeah. like i am grateful yeah. it's 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 a good place to work um i've been surrounded by a lot of really good people and staff but um the children and families are what make make it such a great program i don't remember what my star word was you weren't there I wasn't there. I don't have Star Wars. I'm 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 living wordless you want out me to here. Give you one. Yeah, I need one. <laughs> I need one. Um, well, I, I'm interested, Kelly, to talk a little bit about how um, sports and faith kind of intersect with each other. How how we think sports can play a role in helping to develop our faith, or maybe how faith can inform the way we do sports. Now, I know Elizabeth is a huge sports fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know anything about football or any other sport for that matter. We have a, a, another friend in our group, and he's not really a sports person either, but he has this T-shirt that just says sports in that, you know, like the stereotypical sports font, yeah. and it just it just says sports. And so whenever we go do something sports-related, he wears that T-shirt. I'm like, I really got to get one of those. <laughs> it's just like the irony of it. Sports. I don't know. It's all the same thing to me. <laughs> yes. But I thought, I thought we could start that conversation, Kelly, by asking you um, – Maybe you you remember a time, or you've seen an event, or or have an experience of of exactly that, like when faith and and sports came together in such a way that either you saw you saw something in in your ministry over the course of the last you know years that you've done it that really um, 
reflected the faith in the sporting realm or or even vice versa how how being being shaped uh with sportsmanship helped to develop someone's faith or I don't know our slogan we kind of came up with years ago was playing together for God mm-hmm. um you know like do we keep that and I don't know if many people have heard that um I question like playing together for God playing together with God you know it's like but um yeah. And then you kind of ask yourself, well, why? Like what? And it's, well, he is the ultimate prize, right? <laughs> so um, so it, it kind of brings that of, of sports is that universal language. Um, and it's, you bring people together. Uh, it's a non-threatening environment. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's. Years ago, I, like if you think about the church and you've got your box of, you've got Sunday school and choir and you've got kind of everything that's supposed mm-hmm. to be in that box, but then sports kind of sits outside of that box. And, yeah. um, and so if you can use that opportunity, that non-threatening, just easy, yeah. fun environment to um, bring people together and use the language of sports and use um, that tool to kind of break down any barriers, um, I think that's like an opportune time to yeah. to build those relationships, and you know, I guess that's we've always saying there's a word that bridge to get people here yeah. to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I think the challenge is like, what do you do once you get them here? It's like, sure. okay, how do we how do we really connect them? But um, that's where our, you know our role is just for me is just like let's create that fun, loving environment that gets them here, yeah. and that gets them to 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 be able to build relationship with other families um and yeah i i i I guess that sports is that tool to be able to build those relationships and um and get in that little nugget of okay god's giving you these amazing gifts and talents and how do you how do you use that how do you use your body to glorify god Mm. and um i like that i like that language yeah body glorify god yeah I also think that um, part of what an important part of of what a ministry like Sports and Rec does is it's not just about bringing people in. We talk about it like that a lot. Like this is a great filter or funnel mm-hmm. to get people into Northside, but it also takes Northside outside the walls of the church. Yes. It takes the church out into the world, right? Which right. is a, yeah. an important part of what it means to be a church. Uh, and sometimes we we forget that. So yeah, I, mean, I think just that that's one of the things I not a question but it's just that challenge of like how do we really show the value of sports and rag ministries mm-hmm. you know and um and like we serve a lot of kids and families like yeah. we had almost just under 2000 children that we that participated in our program and like close to 800 families yeah. just I mean, families and so it's like how do we continue to show that value of yeah. like who we are that we're not feeding off the church that we want to feed the church yeah, you know exactly <laughs> so, yeah um and that's that's and you're doing the work of the church i think is an important way to think about it too mm-hmm. just just being in relationship with that many people right. is the work of the church right. right regardless of what you're doing um mm-hmm. you know as long as you're not going out robbing banks and stuff you know like yeah. you're not going out doing crimes <laughs> well, you know but um, that's that's an important part of what it means to be a church it's just to be in community and relationship with other people right i mean we've talked about this before like the purpose is to form people right mm-hmm. like that is a huge part of what it means to be the church is to form us as god's people mm-hmm. and that has to happen through not just those things that are stereotypically church right right it, that has to it has to creep into every part of our lives mm-hmm. and so if 
the church forming humans forming God's disciples can occur through something like sports like that's incredible right because yeah. people connect with that we're building his body right that's yeah right. I think it's mm-hmm. amazing yeah and it just goes to the point I mean like some people will say that well you know playing a soccer game isn't about the gospel of Jesus Christ <laughs> you know and they'll say it just like that in that accent but uh, <laughs> but if we truly believe that God created the world uh, which we do mm-hmm. and that God is in everything which he is then God is just as much a part of of those relationships and that game and god may not actually care who who wins the game you know (laughs) uh he may not be rooting for one team or the other but he is rooting for every person and player on that field Mm -hmm. um and just being present there as 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 um as an outpost of north side or as really Mm -hmm. the kingdom of god i think is really really an important aspect of of what your ministry does um and and what north side does like plugging into people's lives like that yeah Right. We we all grew up, you know, and we grew well, I said all of us, Elizabeth, this doesn't apply to you, but most of us grew up in a very sporting like culture and mm-hmm. we're part of a team at some point and we we know what it's like to be um what it means to have to lean on other people and to form that community and bond and relationship you do with a team. And that right. that is such a beautiful metaphor for like what the church is supposed to be. Right. You know, we're a team, we're on the same team. See, this is why this is so hard for me because I didn't grow up with sports. <laughs> well, when we, I went to, I admit I hadn't been to many of your, your Bible studies yeah. on Sundays, They're but uh, good, you know, yeah. they are, but I stepped into that one uh-huh. and you had talked about uh, the, how people were fighting against each, each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, you have to refresh me on like the, the scripture, but I almost brought up that that how do you how sports because you know you'll bring you'll bring people from that are just die hard sports fans that um, that are completely against each other, (laughs) right? (laughs) But you know, but in the end, you know, like we're we're humans, like they're (laughs) and would you invite like if you're you know I don't know how to Yankees and yeah. or Mets fan or whatever right. I mean would you really invite them over for dinner like yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, can, I you, can a Georgia fan and an Auburn fan sit in the same yeah. pew exactly together, you and you, you got a lot of houses that are divided yeah, that's right and yet still it, and when it comes down to the core when it comes down to what these people are really about that sporting um, fandom isn't isn't a deal breaker right, right. We, we overcome that conflict um mm-hmm. for some people it really is a serious thing like people are really die, die hard georgia fans i am a die hard cowboys let's fan. talk about and die so, hard yeah. fans that get all up right? in their feelings about and, things and i never i would never allow i that, i was funny because i ordered a pizza the other day uh and the delivery guy showed up uh to the house with uh a, a philadelphia eagles jersey on which is a, a hated hated despised rivalry with the dallas <laughs> cowboys and i was like I, I don't think i can accept this pizza from you man or and i was like i'm not gonna give you he's a like i made it for you <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so we have this kind of conflict we have these these um sporting conflicts that i think can can actually be instructive for how we deal with conflict within the church as well right and mm-hmm. and this metaphor of of um of what it means to be a team i think is really instructive or can be really instructive and when when we're teaching our kids that at such an early age that's something that you can tap into later in life and, and they can they get it because it's at the part of the core right. of who they are right you're yeah. talking about the the, the things that you that you that your coaches teach the kids with the having north side all never give up and all those things mm-hmm. like that's stuff that they're going to remember yeah when they're formative 60 70 years old right it's going to be throughout their entire life and that's going to pop up in random moments but it's these kind of formative things that we do 
um, at such an early age that, mm-hmm. that really begin to show the fruit. I guess, you know, that, that's another metaphor yeah. you can use. The seeds that you plant begin right. to mm-hmm. sprout into the fruit later on. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, I'm seeing it. There's that push for, I have three kids. There's And I, I admit, I, one of mine, you know, wasn't expressing... Uh, big interest you know she played rec soccer and mm-hmm. I said how much how how you know scale of one to ten how much do you love soccer and she'd be like six I'm like all right I'm not doing academy I'm not I'm not pushing yeah. to that next level uh, then my youngest being the younger one she's she's all in it <laughs> and so I've got her in it I'm like oh have I put her in it too young you know she's yeah, gonna yeah, burn yeah, out yeah. every pushing her too hard so yeah, it's yeah. like mm, now that's... as a parent I'm seeing that balance of like because there is a, such a push around here yeah. that, like, you feel like you got to get your kids in at age seven or they're not going to. Oh, wow. They won't develop make, the right yeah, way. They're not yeah. going to make the varsity team, you know, or, or <laughs> uh, not even think about college. They but won't even be like, going to Stanford on that scholarship. Right. You know? And yeah. it's just a um, wow. kind of that feeling of pressure. So, mm-hmm. if I, yeah, as a parent, I'm feeling it. And you know, I know these kids are feeling it. So, I think if there's that one feeling of, we provide a, that place still that's yeah. that's just fun recreation yeah and um so that's just a reminder out to all those parents that if you're like questioning just just let your kids be kids and have fun mm-hmm. and enjoy the sport because if they're not enjoying it they're not going to want to play yeah um so i as a parent i'm seeing that trying to sit and be quiet and not be too involved you know just, yeah, just allow them to experience the sport and have fun and uh but i do i do you know, shout out to our, our our program because it is a good, safe, fun place where kids can, that's awesome. you know, Absolutely. just play the sport, and uh, parents can have fun watching it. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So, Kelly, as we uh, as we wrap up our conversation today, um, I know that there's we got some big plans for our gymnasium uh, down downstairs. Can you uh, yes. Can you fill us in on a little bit on what's coming? We do. Um, for those of you who've been around, uh, Charles Cobb, you know some of, some of our older members will know when the gym was built, and that was in the <laughs> early seventies. Wow. We have never had the floor completely stripped and refinished. So, um, it's major project starting on Monday. So we're going to have it all stripped down to bare bones and, um, repainted. And we are going to put pickleball lines pickleball. in. Pickleball. Nice. I've never played pickleball, but I'm I going to. I have not either. So I've heard it's quite a thing. We're going to start a staff We are going to start competition. It. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to get, we've got, uh, the volleyball sleeves put in. If you don't know what volleyball sleeves are, there are those, the holes, they've drilled the holes uh-huh. in the ground. Um, it was kind of funny because they thought that we were, the gym was on ground level when they came in to do it and realized they're on second floor. So we had to make sure that the drills, the holes weren't going going down to preschool. Um, so that was a lot. Thank you, Tim Miltner for everything. (laughs) I mean, Tim Miltner knows every nick and corner of this building. (laughs) He really does. So, um, we've got the sleeves in, so we're going to get the volleyball lines put in as well. So Excellent. it's an so opportunity is that where you for... put in the net? Correct. Okay, so yeah. this is that you can take it down and put it back up. Right. You want. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, we exciting. We need to have a volleyball tournament or something. Yes. To get the church yeah. into in church sand volleyball. in there on that brand new floor. <laughs> no. Yeah, so we won't be doing open skate and roller skating anymore. Uh, Sorry, people. Uh, so we're going to have to you know, hang that one up yeah. and say goodbye. But um, oh. yeah, we just, brand new floor. We're going yeah, to keep yeah. it. But we're excited about the opportunities for new programming and um, just having some open gym time to get uh, just whether that's a note. 
Jeff talked about the men's ministry being interested in pickleball. So I heard it. So I'm hoping you guys would come out and give me your feedback and how we can do it. Um, Got a a church member who's gung-ho about the volleyball. So um, hopefully that'll be a great outreach opportunity to where we can put the net up and get some younger student ministries involved and figure out how to how to grow that and um we're excited you know we've been kind of some of the programs that we've done for those of y'all have been around we've done soccer fall and spring and we use the morris brandon soccer field Mm -hmm. so we're thankful for that partnership um and we have an incredible basketball program we had over 730 kids this past year and uh we've got a lot of really fun after school activities for um we we really partner with the preschool program so a lot of those kids will come up and we we take them directly from the preschool up to the classrooms upstairs so we offer karate and ballet and uh, goodness amazing athletes and golf and tumbling so wow. we do a lot of after school activities and those are full I and mean, we just opened registration the other day and they're already full for the fall and there's like two classes <laughs> wow. that are full um so uh excited about that and i feel like through covid we were able to really built that trust with the families and yeah. continue to offer that awesome. safe place and uh so really feel like we've I'm, I'm happy that we've been able to keep those younger families continuing yeah, to be involved in our program and and this summer we've got great summer camps lined up we've um doing a lot of the preschool age camps on the weeks that the preschool camps aren't going on the um but again ballet and karate and golf camps and then we're doing we have an outside group coming in called power sports and they're doing dodgeball and all dodgeball. sports camp uh we've got <laughs> if your kids are coming to um vbs then you can keep them here all day nice. and you got the whole day free at home and your kids can stay here <laughs> and play play sports all afternoon and uh it's gonna be a fun day or fun week and uh basketball camp yeah we're 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 excited for change of season yeah um we just wrapped up soccer and we're just gearing up for summer camp so That's awesome um looking forward to busy 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 summer head. kids in yeah mm-hmm. excellent excellent yeah well kelly thank you so much for joining us today thank you. this has been a great conversation thank you guys um elizabeth thank you as well thank you dr james <laughs> <laughs> and uh we'll see you guys next week all right take care